Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Pei Zayin. We will begin on Pei Vav Amur Bet. Towards the bottom of the page, where it says, Shte Parnasim Tovim Amdulayim Lisel Moshe. The last one line is Moshe. It's about 10 lines in the bottom of the page. The Gemara is telling us a story. Shte Parnasim Tovim Amdulayim Lisel. There were two great um, leaders of the Jews. Moshe Vidavid. Welcome, Albert. Moshe and David, we just started. Hold on. Pause. So we're ten lines in the bottom. The last one line is Moshe. And we're discussing that Moshe Rabbeinu and David HaMelech were two leaders who led the Jewish people. Right? Moshe Amar, Yekatev Sudchani. Moshe told Hashem, please write in the Torah my mistakes and how I messed up. Says, As Hashem tells Moshe, since you didn't, you didn't um, believe in me to make a kiddush Hashem. So we see that Hashem mentioned all the problems that Moshe did, how he hit the rock, and how he caused the problems. David Amar, Al Yichtev Sudhani. He says, please don't write my mistakes. Pesha, praised is the one who handles the sin, Kisui Chata, who covers over the sin. Mashal de Moshe David, what's the Mashal of Moshe David? Two ladies, who got, right now we're explaining, not really David, but really Moshe, why Moshe wanted it written. We understand why David would rather it wasn't written. Why would Moshe want it written? Two ladies, who got Malkut in Betin. Achat Shekilkela, one of them was Mizaneh. And one lady ate uh, unripe Shemitah fruit, which you're not allowed to eat till it's ripe. She ate it too early. Please announce why this lady, meaning me, is getting Malkut. Otherwise, we could say, oh, they both got, oh, I heard they both got uh, Malkut, and they, Yani, they both uh, sinning. Heviu Pagesh Shivit. So they brought some uh, unripe fruits on Shemitah. They put it around her neck. They would call out in front of her, we're giving her Malkut this way. She felt better about it. Actually, even though it looked like you were embarrassing her, you were actually... Um, what are we doing right now? We're okay. explaining why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be, his sin to be mentioned. Why? Because his sin was not a sin of sleeping with someone else's wife, but rather a sin of uh, hitting the rock, a, sm- a smaller thing, and therefore he didn't want to mention it. Why are we doing it right here? Um, how is it connected to the previous Gemara? Because right. Moshe Rabbeinu had said, uh, we were talking about Moshe Rabbeinu being the Parnas, and how he said, told Bnei Yisrael that um, he, he stood up for the Jews and said the reason why they did the sin is because they had too much gold and silver. Right. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, the Parnasim et the Chanifin. Hashem. If you have people who look like tzaddikim, we still give them parnasa, even though they're not, because tzichul Hashem. If we don't give them, give them, 
Dibur Parnasa. People are going to think that since, since people think that Sadiqim, people are going to say, oh, you don't take care of Sadiqim. Shneimad, Bushu Sadiq Misitko Vasa Avil. When a Sadiq goes away from his Sitko and he does evil, I will put a stumbling block in front of him. Right. Hashem will put a stomach back so he actually, so everyone realizes he's not a Sadiq and then you won't have to give him Parnassah anymore. Teshuvat HaMukhlatin If you have a guy who's a complete Rasha and he does Teshuvah, Me'akevet Parnarut, it stops danger from coming to Klai Yisrael. So if you have a guy who's a Sadiq, a guy who's a Rasha and he does Teshuvah, that causes Barakha on Klai Yisrael. Ve'ava bi she'nechtam alav gazadim she'ponarut Even if the Jews had a signed decree in Shemaim, of, the, of something bad coming to them, it'll go away from this. Shalvat Rishaim Sofatikale. If if Rishaim have peace in their life, it's bad for them because they'll end up doing more avirot and then in trouble if they're busy less avirot. Harishut, the Romans, mikaberet et baala. They, they cause a person to die before his time. Arum nechnasla ve'arum yotzevenu. You don't you walk in without anything and you walk out without anything. And we wish that you walk in to working for the government like you walk out. In other words, when you walk out of, the, of, of working for the government, we walk. We wish you have as, as few sins as when you walk in, because walking for, working for the government causes you. To sin, yes, because you're in a position of power and it's easy to abuse. Take advantage, right? Yes. Rav, midan dana. Rav, when he would go to do a ju- judgment, Amar, he would say on himself, Hachi the afik. He says, look, with my own will, I'm going to get myself killed. Right? Because if he makes a mistake, he'll get punished. He's not taking care of his own family stuff. He's wor- working for other people. And when you come back, you're going to go back empty-handed because you're spending the whole day helping other people and you're not getting paid for it. And also, he said, I wish I could leave court as sin-free as I walked into court. Meaning, I hope I don't make a sin there. Ravat would say the same thing. Amarachi would say the same thing. He would say, same exact thing. I don't know. Good question. And when Rav would see a bunch of people following him, Ahmad, he would say, very interesting thing. When people would follow him and give him kavod, he would say, even if they lift me up to heavens with my kavod, and my head gets gets up to the clouds, in the end, you're going to end up like your number two. Meaning, just like whatever happens when you go to the bathroom, what happens to that stuff? It gets gone. You're also going to be one day gone. And people who see you will say, oh, who, whoever, who, who is this guy? No one will know who you are. So he would tell himself these statements. When, when a person is getting kavod, it's important to tell yourself these statements so you don't get too full of yourself. Rav Zutra, 
when they would carry him on a on a chair to Beit Midrash, Vishabta Dirigla on the Shabbat of the holiday, I guess there's a lot of kavod. Hava Omer he would say, Kilo Olam Homen, Vimnezilador Vador. He says, even if they give you a uh, a crown, the person's body doesn't last. Okay? We say, It's not good for a person, for a, a rasha, to have Hashem give him extra time. Sometimes the guy's a real rasha. Normally Hashem gives you more time to do teshuvah. But if Hashem doesn't give you more time, more and you're not doing teshuvah, it's more time to sin. Mm-hmm. You just... You just you know making more withdrawals from the bank and you end up with a bigger yeah yeah yeah. Lo tov lo lachav another example. Achav was the king who said was a rasha. Lo tov lo lachav shenatsu lo panim ba'olam azeh. It wasn't good that Hashem um, gave him more time in this world. Shnei Maris it says Yan ki nichna achav mi panai lo avi arabi amav. Eliyahu navi Eliyahu navi had come to give Musa to Achav and Achav humbled himself in front of him. And Hashem said, because he humbled himself, so I'm not going to bring the destruction in his time. And with his saying now, even though when you read the Navi, it sounds like a good thing, we're telling you that's not so good. Because it didn't, it didn't give him any, many more zechuyot. And therefore, you see from here a very important point that life is only good if you're doing good. Now, of course, no one ever knows someone else is going to do bad later. You know, you can't know that he's never going to do Teshuvah. Maybe you leave him alive with Teshuvah, but Hashem knows. Good. It says <coughs> to turn to a tzaddik b'mishpat in in judgment. It's not so bad for the for the tzaddikim also if we don't give them extra time in this world because this way the next world is smooth. It was good for Moshe that. They didn't go easy on him in this world, even for the even even for his sin. Why was it good? because you didn't believe in me to give me uh, to, to give me kiddush Hashem. me, but if you would have believed in me, he would have still been alive. That sounds like he died early. So you see that Moshe wasn't. Moshe, Hashem did not know Supanim. That, that, that you see that Hashem, Hashem specifically for Moshe Rabbeinu did not want to give him extra time because he wanted to give him a smooth in the next world. Ashnehem le tzadikim, praise the tzadikim. Lo dayan shehen zochim. Not only do they get good because they are tzadik, el shemazakim lebnehem ubenehem atzof kodrot. A tzadik is able to give a zechut to his children forever. He says, Aaron had four children. He had two other children that should have been burnt like an Adav and Aviyu. As Bazuk says, It says that Hashem spoke to Moshe and Aaron and to, to Elazan Itamar who were left over. Now, when they say the left over, it sounds like, why are you calling them leftover ones? What's left over them? That sounds like they were supposed to be burnt and they weren't burnt. Right? they're not left over, they just weren't burnt. Mm-hmm. No, they called left over because they were supposed to be burnt. And yet, but the scoot of Aaron, their father, saved them. So you see that it could save the children. 
שלא דיין שמחייבים לעצמם, אלה שמחייבים לביניהם ובין ביניהם עד סוף חודות. זה שאם זה עוד פעם. Not only do they cause trouble for themselves, but for their grandchildren forever. הרבה מנים היו לכנען. כנען had many, many descendants שראויים לשמח כתב יעבדו של רבן גמליאל. Who could have gotten simicha, because they were such good people, like the servant of Rabban Gamaliel, Tavi, right? The Gemara is telling you now that Tavi could have had simicha. That's how. That's what the Tamir Chachami was. El shechovot aviyem ganmalehem, because of the sin of their father, it caused them that they stayed slaves. Because they. Okay, kolam mezaket and abim. Any person. That's a hard one to understand a little bit. Mezaket and abim. No, it's hard to understand. I mean, we well, we understand that he, he did a sin, but why should that affect the kids? No, like we did in uh, in uh, Makar. So they, they tell you that we're not punishing him, but just you, you end up in a situation that's a rough situation, an ever situation. This guy, Tavi, right? He's a good guy. He didn't do anything wrong. Why is he being punished for his father's sins? He's not being punished. Uh, right. I was going to say love the Lazarus, and I caught, you know, love the Lazarus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not his children, but right. that's not possible. So, the, yeah, it doesn't fit exactly, yeah. So, it could be they're saying over here, not, not not that he's getting punished per se. Just that you're in your, you're, you're in Shemaim, you're not getting punished, but you're put in a situation in this world that is not, that doesn't lend itself to doing what's what, which is a punishment. It's, yeah, same thing with the. Uh, no, we, 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 yeah, yeah. So, you're getting that situation because of your parents. Yeah, it's not, it just happens. Yeah, okay, good. It could be that's what it's referring to. I, I was bothering me because I thought it was talking about an actual punishment that we're punishing the guy, but ah. not punishment. Good. Kol mazaket rabim en chet yado. If a person teaches Torah to people, Hashem will help him out and he doesn't end up sinning. Kol machtim rabim, person who causes sins to people, kimat she'en masukim yado l'asad Hashem almost won't let him do teshuvah. If you cause people to sin, you, you, you person starts up and says, hey, we're all going to go do X. And you cause everyone to do sinning. Mm-hmm. Right? It's al- almost Hashem won't let you do Teshuvah. Why almost? It means not impossible. You could always do Teshuvah, but it makes it tough. But the other way around, if you're teaching a lot of people to learn, you get a lot of people to do Hashem will protect you now that you won't do sins. Or is it yeah, very easy for him to forgive you? Why? Let's see. He's not saying forgiving. He's saying Hashem will protect you. Why? Why does Hashem does not give sin to him? We don't want the rabbi to be in Gehinom and the student in Gehinom. The student will feel bad. So therefore, we cause the rabbi not to sin because we don't want... He, look, he got all these kids religious and now he's going to be in Gehinom. It's not going to be good and therefore Hashem will cause him not to sin. Even though he didn't work hard for that. Right. I won't allow your chasidim to see Gehinam. Which means, I won't allow the tzaddikim who did teshuvah to see the Rebbe in Gehinam. Other way around. Why don't we let a guy who, who opened up the wrong type of theater for everyone to, to look at stuff, why don't we let him do teshuvah? In order that he doesn't come to Gan Eden, and those who learn from Gehinam, we don't want his students, Yani, the guys who did sins because of him, to be in Gehinam, and this guy's in Gan Eden. 
אדם עסק בדם נפש, עוד בור ינוס את אל יתמכו. A person who has a sin of nefesh, ad bor yenus al yitmechu. We're not going to help him. So it means we won't help him do teshuvah. Someone wants to ask me, say, a lot of buy stock in one of these companies that causes you know, one of these internet companies that causes a lot of people to do uh, sinning. Sinning. I said, uh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a good stock to own. I would, I would try to make money. All right, even if you know it's going up, that's not a good way to make money. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. A person who says, I will sin. We said in the Mishnah, if a guy says, I'm going to sin, I'll do Teshuvah, I'll sin again, and I'll do Teshuvah. <coughs> Why did he say twice? If a guy does a welcome mark and he does it again, if a guy does the Avera and does it again, it becomes mutar for him. It becomes mutar for him? Because it doesn't become mutar. And he thinks it's mutar. And therefore, we're telling you over here, we mentioned it a second time because once it becomes heter, you'll never do teshuvah. The reason why we say we don't let you do teshuvah, according to the pshat we're saying over here, Albert and Mark, mm-hmm. we're saying, when a guy says, I'm going to sin to, I'm going to sin to sin again, do teshuvah. Because you're doing teshuvah so many times, and you're doing he sins so many times, it becomes mutar to you. Right. Then you're not going to do teshuvah because you don't think you do anything wrong. It's like a normality. Yeah. I'll just, That's right. why we mentioned it twice, to show this idea of Rav Huna, that a guy who does an Avinah does it again, after a while, so, in his mind, I'm not doing Avinah. What Avinah? That wasn't Avinah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you thought it was Avinah then. We can show you the video of your mind. Then you knew it was Avinah, and then afterwards you kind of take it out of your head. You with us, Mark? Yeah. Okay, we're at the two dots um, in the middle of page Zayin Amunalf. Lamalei Lameimar, right? No. Okay. We're in the middle of that. Okay. Echtav We said if a guy says I'll sin, and Yom Kippur will do a kapara, and Yom Kippur Yom Kippur does not do teshuvah, does not help him. Lameimatiti Loke Rebbe. That sounds like a mission doesn't go like Rebbe. Why? The Tanya is going to the Brighter. Rebbe Omer Rebbe says. Rebbe said yesterday, if you remember, Mark, yeah. Rebbe said yesterday that for every Avera you have, right, Yom Kippurim is Mechaber. Did you see on the on the chat the staff or no? I don't know. You see. Just want to make sure I put it up right. Okay. He says for every. Yeah, I, it, I think. I put it on yours. I, I said it. Oh, oh, oh. I, you said last night. I just yeah, put yeah, up, yeah. I put up the, the link just then. I want to make sure I did it right. You're on mine, right? Oh, no. Wait, no, no, see, see, see. It's there? Yeah, Albert. Uh, Albert, Albert Cohen. Cohen. Yeah, okay, let's go. Good. So, I'll call it to Ben and Masachu, Ben and Masachu. So, so Rebbe said yesterday that no matter what, Yom Kippur does, 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 forgives your sin, even if you didn't do Teshuvah. So how does that fit with the guy who says, if I sin, I'll do a sin in Yom Kippur, then you, you, it doesn't work. What do you mean? I thought you said it works for everyone. Mm-hmm. Rebbe says it works for everyone. Right? Even if you didn't do Teshuvah. So what's the difference? But as well, no. I feel the same with Rebbe, Agav Shani. When a guy says he's going to do it, Rebbe agrees. 
So Rebbe says it forgives all sins. But Rebbe didn't say it forgives all sins, even if you had it in mind from before. And therefore, Amrisha could still be Rebbe. Okay. Says Gemara further, Averot Shibin Adam Lemakom. If you have an Averot between you and God, Yom Kippur works. But if it's between you and people, you have to ask for forgiveness. Says the Gemara. Rami Le Rav Yosef Bar Chavu Rav Abu. Rav Yosef Bar Chavu Ben Chavu asked Rav Abu a question. Averot Shibin Adam Lechaverot Ena Yochim Lechaber. You mean between you and your friend doesn't work? Vakitiv doesn't it say? Im Yichta Ish La Ish. If a man sins to another man, and you pray to God. It sounds like you just pray to God when you sin to man. Man Elohim. What does it mean, Elohim? Diana. It means you go to the judge. Because the word Elohim could be a judge. If true, what do you do with the end of the Pasuk? It says, And if you sin to Hashem, Who could pray to him? So you see that that it's referring to Hashem, and and, and how can you say at the end of the pasuk that who you can pray? What do you, who, Hashem has many people that that could uh, that could cause trouble to a person, that could uh, take revenge from a person. If a man sins to another man. And then upilalo, and then he goes to his friend, and he uh, asks forgiveness. Elohim then Hashem will forgive him. And if Hashem, if to Hashem a man sins, who could go to Hashem and and help him if he doesn't do teshuvah? Only teshuvah must seem to be will work. That's the pasuk is saying. Anyone who who bothers his friend, not just with his money, by taking away his money. But if you bother your friend, even with words, say, meaning we had a havamina that you only have to go to your friend for forgiveness if you took his money or you beat him up. But if you just did words, okay, words, words, I called you, I called you an idiot, leave it, leave it at that. Shnei But here we're telling you even that, even with words, you still have to go. Shnei it says, Bini im if you planned, plotted against your friend, or you shook his hand, then do this and you'll get out of it. Since you you tra- you you backstab your friend, go be nice to him. If you have his money. Right? Let Tikharpes go be nice to him. Which means Heter Pas. Hatelo Pisatiad. Go stick out your hands and give him back the money. The Imlav, and if you didn't do it with money, then Harbe Alaraim do good to him in order that he, he's able to do in order or, or send a lot of friends in order for them to ask him to, to forgive you. You have to do it, try it three times with three different people. It's mentioned three times. Basuk to mention the three times you have to come back to him. 
anyone who requests forgiveness from his friends, don't ask more than three times. The fact that says the word na three times, ana, sana, sana, tells you that the three times he asks and no, no more. Ve'imet. What if the guy dies and you didn't ask him forgiveness? Bring ten people. Put them on his grave. I sin to Hashem and to this guy. Because every sin that you do to a guy is also sin to Hashem. Rabbi Yirmiya had a story where um, Rabbi Abba had problems with him. Was upset at him. Right? Azal, so Yirmiya went. Ativ Adashin Abba, he sat at Rab Abba's doorstep. Amte Maya, at the time when Rab Abba was spilling out his uh, water that he used for the sponge on the floor. Matazirufi Demaya Aresha, so the, the drips of water came on the head of Rab Yirmiya, I guess from the second floor. Amar, so Rab Yirmiya said, Asuni Kaashma, you made me like a garbage pan. He called by himself from the from the depth. Hashem will lift up the poor man. Shama Rav Abba v'nafiklape. So Rav Abba heard he came out to see him. Amalei told him, Now that you got embarrassed, now I have to forget about you. What you did to me. Okay. Rav Zera. <coughs> When he had a problem with somebody else, so when someone would do something wrong, oh, Ivan's in the waiting room, sorry. Ivan. I don't know how long he was there for. Ivan, are you a long time in the waiting room? Oh, he's connecting the audio. Ivan. Hey, Rav. How are you? I hope you're not waiting in the waiting room for too long. I just got in. Okay, perfect. I'm shutting it off. I shut the waiting room off. Okay, let's go. Okay. So, this rabbi, Rav Zera, when, whenever someone would do something wrong to him, he would make sure that he's around that guy a lot. This way, the guy has time to ask him forgiveness and he doesn't end up in trouble. Rav, there's a story that Rav. This is similar, but Rav had a problem that a certain butcher insulted him. It was Erev Kippur, and the guy didn't ask forgiveness. Let me go and and ask forgiveness of him. Even though the butcher did something to him, Rav went to ask forgiveness of him. So he met Rav Huna, and he told him, So Rav Huna asked him, Where's the rabbi going? I'm going to, to uh, calm down so and so. Amar, so he said, Azil Abba Lemiktal Nafsha. The rabbi is going to kill somebody. What does that mean? That means that he knew what, what type of guy the, guy the rabbi is dealing with. And if the rabbi goes to him, he's not going to be humbled. And therefore, he's going to end up getting, getting killed because he's being chutzpahed to the rabbi. Azil v'kam ilave. He got up and he went next to this butcher. The butcher was standing and he was breaking the bones of the head of an animal. 
Dali He lifted his eyes and he saw Rav. Amale, he told him, Abba at, are you Rav? Are you Rav? Zil Kish. Let the let the I have nothing to say to you. As he was continuing to break the head of the animal, a bone broke out, hit him in the head, and killed him. Okay, so you see. But then, he, but then he never got forgiveness. That's what it sounds like. Ravuna call, called it from before, and he knew the type of guy he's dealing with. And he said, a guy like this, because we had said before in the story that um, Rav Zera used to go, when someone would do, do something wrong Zera, to him, he would go hang around him, this way the guy would ask him to shoot out. So it looks like we're bringing this as a counter story to tell you, depends what kind of guy you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a stubborn type of guy, it's better not to be around, because... Him. If he doesn't ask forgiveness and he gives you another annoyance, especially if you're a Tamil Chacham like Rav, it could be disastrous results. Okay. Rav, Pasik Sidra Kameh de Rebbe. He was reading the parasha in front of Rebbe. Ayil, he went in. Atar and Reb came, who also wanted to learn. Hadalad He went back from, like I don't know if you know, sometimes in the classes, the next guy walks in, oh, let's start again, so and so came. Ayil Bar Kapara, Bar Kapara showed up. Hadarashe, oh, here's Bar Kapara, let's start again. Ati Shimon Barebi. Shimon the son of Rebbe comes. Hadarashe, oh, here's Shimon Barebi, let's start again. Ati Rechinina Bar Chama. Rechinina Bar Chama came. Amma, he says, Kula, I know that. How long, how many times are we going to go back already? Lo Adad, he didn't go back. Ikbit. And Rechinina Bar Chama was upset. Ikbit means upset. Yeah, Ikbid, he was, he was Makbid. He was Makbid. Okay, he, he held it. Now, even though he doesn't have to go back, but he went back for everyone else, why don't you go back for me? Ikbid Rechanina. Azal Rav Rav went to him for 13 Yom Kippurs. 13 Erev Kippurs, Rav went to Rechanina to ask forgiveness. And he didn't, he didn't accept. Now, Albert's thinking... It's a class. If I miss the class, big deal. You see, the rabbis don't take the class as lightly as you do. They're, they're, it's like they're coming on time to the class, these rabbis. Okay? Oh, actually, they're coming late. Okay? <laughs> Says the Gemara. Hechi avid hachi. How did Rav try so many times? I thought we said you try for only three times. Anyone who asks forgiveness, his friend, ask more than three times. Ivan, you know where we are? Okay, so just listen, good. Yeah. Says the Gemara, Rav Shani. Rav was different. He was more machmir. Yes, Yipatur after three. Rav didn't want to stop. That's why he did it. When we said you stop at three, we're not telling you you have to stop at three. You can stop at three. So Rav wants to be strict. Three is, the, is, till three you have to go. Right? Once you get three, you don't have to go anymore, but Rav wants to be strict. Okay? Now the Gemara wants to say it's the other way around. Rav Chanini Hechi Avin how could Ruchanina not forgive him? You know what I'm talking about? What's quite, There's two parts here. There's Rav, who asked forgiveness 13 times and didn't get it. One Rav just asked three times, one that's, let's say, 20, 13. Yeah. Yeah. That's the story. Mm-hmm. The rabbi didn't go back for... The, Rav didn't go back for Ruchanina. Okay? After Rav didn't go back to Ruchanina, Ruchanina was upset. Yeah. Everyone else is not me. Right. Good. 
Rav asked him forgiveness for 13 kibburs, and Rukhinan said no all time, every time. Two questions on the story. Question one, why is he asking so many times? There's three times of chalas. Answer, he's machmir. Second question, why is he not, why is Rukhinan not giving forgiveness all 13 times? Okay? How can he do such a thing? When a person overcomes his nature, if you're upset at somebody and you forgive him anyway, even though it's not your nature, in Shamaim, they get rid of all your sins. So what's Rukhanina up to? Why is he not forgiving? Teach him a lesson. Ella, well, it's his Rebbe. Teach him a lesson to come earlier. Got the wrong story. Rabbi Hanina was late. Yeah, he was late. Nina he's nina. the late guy, and he's oh, not forgiving. Okay. He's like, you didn't go back for me. I'm upset. Right, right. And I'm upset. And 13 things. The rabbi comes to you and asks you, and you say no. Right. And why is yeah. he forgiving? Because upstairs. Yeah. Rabbi Hanina, Chazi Rav. had a dream about Rav. The student had a dream. About, well, I guess it's not the student. He saw a dream about Rav. I guess he's the rabbi. I don't know what the story is. The Zakfu Bedikla. That they hung him on a tree. The Ganmu. The call the Zakfu Bedikla. Reshe Hava. Anyone who's on a tree is going to end up being the head. Amar. So he said. I see from here that Rav is going to be the Rosh Hashiva. And since Rav Hanina was officially the Rosh Hashiva in Israel. He knew that means that he's going to die. Because, he was, because Rav, Rav is going to take over, he's out. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he didn't give forgiveness in order that Rav should get hedged and move to Babel. And this way, wow. he could be the Roshiv in Babel and I could still stay alive. He wasn't moved to die. Right? Listen, I'd love to forgive him. He really doesn't care. But he's not forgiving him because. He wants to be the rabbi. He, he wants to stay alive. And if he gets to Babel, go, go to Babel, go, go, go be Roshim and Babel, I'd rather not die. That's what it sounds like here. Yeah. Why would he die if he forgave him? Because then Rav will be chilled here. Rav's going to stay in Israel. Not going to move to Babel. Okay. And since he saw in a dream that he's going to be the Roshiva, and right now Rav Khanin is the Roshiva, so the only way that you can become a Roshiva is if I'm in the next world. Uh-huh. Okay? So he'd rather stick around. So normally you forgive. I, 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 it, it would be nice to forgive everyone three times. This way in Shamayim, they'll get rid of my sins. But I'd rather stay. I'd rather stick around. It was a calculated decision. I'd rather stick around here than uh, something else. But, uh, so how, how, come, how come he didn't die because he he, he wasn't? Uh, I don't know. I guess he could have died. He could have died in the interim during these yeah, thir- yeah, during yeah, these thirteen yeah, yeah. years. I guess he's doing his best. You know, doing best to get the guy out of here. He, he thought he would leave in eight years or six years or whatever, but Rav's still pushing it. Tanur Rabbanan, mitzvah vidui, the mitzvah of vidui, erev kipurim im chashicha, is on erev kipur when it gets dark. That's when they really have to do vidui. But the rabbis say, you should eat before you do vidui before you eat and drink on mincha of erev kipur. Maybe you'll drink too much and you won't do vidui. Even though you made vidui before you ate and drank, you should make vidui after you ate and drank. Maybe you did something wrong during the suda. So don't say, I did it already. You do it again. 
How would you do that? Even though you made made vidu on albit, if that's right, you should make vidu on shachrit. Shachrit, even though you did shachrit, you do musaf. Do musaf. Musaf, you do mincha. Do mincha. Mincha, you do minila. Hechen omlo. Where do you say it? Yachid achat tefila. Yachid says it after the tefila. Shliach zibur omlo beemtzad. Shliach zibur says it in the middle of the tefila. My amar. Um, good. What does he say when you do bidui? Amar Rav, Rav says, You know the secrets of the world. So we tell Hashem, you know all the things. Shmuel says, you have to say, You have to say it from the depth of your heart. Whatever you really feel, that's what you should say. It means you know what's deep in my heart. Levi Amar, you say in, in your Torah it says, Going to Levi, that's your vidui. We say that also. All these things we say. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, actually Shmuel's what I'm saying. Rabbi Yochanan says, He says, That's Rabbi Yochanan's vidui. Rabbi Yehuda Amar, our sins are too many to count. And our chataim are great to count. Rav Humanuna Amar, Elohai, he says the following thing, which we also say at the end of our Amidah. We don't say Rav do we? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, it's in the middle. It's a different wording, though, no? It's a little, it's in the middle of one of the, one of the vidus we see on the Tanit, I think. Okay? Rav Humanuna Amar, Elohai, our God, before I was created, any Kedai, I'm not worth it. Now that you created me, it's as if you didn't create me. I'm dust when I'm alive. How much more am I dust when I'm dead? I'm like a, a, a vessel that's full of embarrassment and degradation. Please may it be a will that I don't do any more sins. And whatever I, I sinned, get rid of with your mercy. But not with punishments, not with pains. And Rabbah would say that every time. Not just on Kippur. Ruhuda said on Kippur, Rabbah would say it all the time. He would say the, the one of Rabbah Zuta on Ed of Kippur. Rabbah would say, you only say these these tefilot that we just mentioned till now if you also say aval anachnu chatan but we sinned. Aval im amar aval amar aval anachnu chatanu two lots of Once you said, I mean, it's only if you didn't say these aval anachnu chatanu. But once you said anachnu chatanu, that's the main vidui. You don't have to do anything more. The amar bar hamdui have a kamin kamei shmuel. I was standing in front of shmuel. Vevativ. And Shmuel was sitting. So I was in front of Shmuel, and Shmuel was sitting. And when the Chazan got to Aval Nachl Chatanu, Shmuel said, "Oh, I want to get, I want to stand up." So it sounds like Amar Shmamine Ikar Vidui Hahu. It sees that that's the main part of Vidui because when Shmuel stood up, you see that's the main part of Vidui. Good. Tanan Hatan, we learned over there. Bishlo, what time is it? One second. We're good, we're good, we can finish, we can finish. What? I'm saying where are we getting up to today? 
Um, so I'm thinking of getting over to here and leaving this for the Siyum part, for the guys who are finishing. Okay. So we'll, and then tomorrow we'll start Sukkah. Okay? Because it's a very small daf. I want to get a head start on Sukkah this way. We're good. At least one Shabbat we don't have to deal with it. Okay? Tanan Hatam, we learned over there. There are three times that al- during the year that, that Kohanim have to do Kohanim four times a day. Shachrit, Musaf, Mincha, and Ne'ilah. Okay? And that's the Shalim. Ve'elohem Shushar Barakim. Ta'aniyot, if you have a ta'anit, not our ta'anit, Tibur's, but ta'anit for no rain. When you have no rain, they have a, right, they have a fast. They have Ne'ilah also? They have Ne'ilah in those days, yes. Ma'amadot, um, and when they have the Ma'amadot where the, the Jewish people are getting... For the Kobanot, yes. they, they can stand up for the Kobanot. Mm-hmm. And on Yom Kippur. What does that mean, Ni'ilat Hashanim? What is Ni'ilah? Now, you guys know Ni'ilah is a prayer. That's the opinion of Rav. Rav Amar, salute There's an extra prayer on these days. Everyone knows there's Ni'ilah on these three days. But what is Ni'ilah? He says an extra tefillah, extra amidah. V'shmul Amar, ma'anachnu ma'hayenu. All you just do is you get up and say, Ma'anachnu ma'hayenu. It's not an actual tefillah. What is it according to him? Korban? It's just a prayer. Now... And what's the difference? What's the difference if it's a prayer? According to him, it's just... the two opinions. One says it's an amidah. And the other one says it's just a prayer that you say. This whole ni'ilah thing is just a prayer that oh, you say. Like N- yeah. Now, Mark is bothered by this. Because Mark is wondering, how come, if, it's, if Shmuel says it's just a prayer... How come, how do you say Kohanim during a prayer? We said that there's four times a year, three times a year. You say without right. Right. So they want to answer. They want to claim that the only thing that Kwanim have to do has to be during the Tzeh. Kwanim always have to be during the Tzeh. Mm-hmm. So it could be that when Shmuel held that you say Ma'anachtu Ma'chayenu, then you go right into the Tzeh. And then you do Kwanim in the middle of it. So it's not a whole Amidah. It's just Ma'anachtu Ma'chayenu. And then, and then, the Tzeh, Kwanim, and then finish. That's weird. That's what Shmuel held. So Mara is asking now a question on Shmuel. TV. we have a brighter, it says, or Yom HaKippurim, the day before, the night before Kippur, night of Kippur, you pray seven berachot in Yamida and you make vidui. In the morning, you make seven berachot, and you do vidui. Musaf on Musaf, you pray seven, and you do vidui. Mincha, now you see in the Brighta, and Nila is like an Amidah. Uh, right? That's what proof, it sounds like. Proof to who? Proof to Rav. Against Shmuel. Vituta, and another one. It says, It says, This another Brighta, also very similar. It says, Yom Kippurim, when it gets dark, you say, Seven Yivideh. Vichotem, you end off with a Vidui. It's optional to have a Vidui at the end. But you see, Meaning that everyone agrees you pray seven by Nila to Yufta, to Shmuel, to Yufta, to knock out to Shmuel. 
Okay? Ula Barav, Nachik Rava. Ula Barav came in front of Rava. He stood in front of Rabbah. He started in the middle of 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 the Praised him for what he did. We have Ma'anach Machenu in our Amidah of Nila also. Rav Huna Braid, Rav Natan Amar, V'yachid Omra Achad Tiflato. Rav Huna says that Yachid will say Ma'anach Machenu after Tifila. So, the, according to him, the Chazan says Ma'anach Machenu in the Amidah, like Rav was praising. And a Yachid, if you pray in Yachid, you pray, say it after the Amidah. Amar Rav. Now Rav is claiming When you pray Ni'ilah on Yom Kippur, you don't have to pray Arbit anymore. You done? I prayed Ni'ilah. It's Yom Kippur. I prayed Shachrit, Musaf, Mincha, Ni'ilah, and then Chalas. Go home. No more Arbit. You prayed Ni'ilah already. That would be nice. Yeah, everyone's in for that, right? <laughs> After Yom Kippur is over, everyone's done. Okay. You have to do that by now, also. The worst. Rav says no to me, no, 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 Rav that fits like Rav, who says it's an extra tip, Amidah, came with the Tzalele, two Lotarich, it fits like Rav, why, because Rav said before, it's an extra Amidah, since I prayed an extra Amidah, why should I have to pray Arbit now, oh. I'm good, Esma, me, I'm a Rav, Hachi, did Rav really say such a thing, if I'm a Rav, didn't Rav say, welcome, Halakha is like the rabbi who says that Arbit is not obligation, it's voluntary. So therefore, why would Rav say that you get out of praying Arbit? I never have to pray Arbit in the first place. Rav holds it to the shoot. You with me, Mark, or no? Yeah. He's not saying it for himself. He's saying it for the rabbi who says you have to. Rav is saying, I hold it to the shoot. But, oh, but according to the rabbi who says you have to pray, Nilah covers you. Hmm. Oh, so we're going to make TV. We'll ask a question on Rav from the following Brighta. It says, Or Yom Kippur Balel Sheva Mutvadeh. On the night of Kippur, you make seven Belachot and you say Vidui. Shachrit in the morning, Sheva, you do seven Belachot, Umutvadeh, you do Vidui. Musaf, in the, Musaf, Sheva, you make seven, Umutvadeh, you make Vidui. Arbit, you make seven. Because according to this writer, by Arbit, you have to say, um, you, you pray seven berachot, which means you pray three in the beginning, three at the end, the and in the middle you say Havinenu. Havinenu is like a, a shortened version of all the berachot, which is mentioned in Mesecha Berachot. Right? 
And he says, no, he's very all 18. If Arvit is going to be 18, he says you have to say actually 18, because since you have to say, uh, so therefore you have to say 18. So it's Machloket, whether the Arvit of Motzei Kippur is a 7, or, or it's an 18. But either way, they're both against Rav, because Rav said that you don't even need an Amida when you bring Nila. And the Brighton specifically said that we mentioned the Yilah. Right? Can we answer this for the people that want to pray? I'd be... You don't need to. It's like, it's yeah, I'd be at the end of the day instead of an eye. That's right. For the people action. that are going to pray. I didn't answer. I'd be but starting to pray. It's not the right though. Right? Yeah. Or is Rob really saying more than you're not supposed to? I guess there. Well, we, we got right. If you, we, we said that he's saying according to the opinion that says it's not a shoe. Right? We said that. We answered that. Right? Okay, let's see. Answer the Gemara Tanaihi. It's actually Machloket Tanaim. Why is Machloket Tanaim? The time we went to the Brighta, Kol Chayvet. You know what? Let's leave this for tomorrow. Yeah, save his spot. Okay. Okay.